couch arrived. Got a couch? I got a couch. I haven't taken it out of the box yet, um, but the box is pretty funny. It just says, this product is distributed by Sofa Company. cardboard or like styrofoam <laughs> and no couch at all because this feels like like a prop box that you would see <laughs> in the back of like a <laughs> like a fucking scene in a movie where they're not allowed to use any actual brand names sofa company sofa made by sofa company <laughs> two people like yeah. moving it awkwardly and the and the main character has to duck under the box yeah i can see exactly it. exactly and it's got a little tm next to it it's one word sofa company tm 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 <laughs> This is not an endorsement so of Sofa Company, no, TMTM, I'm afraid, TM. I'm afraid to open it because I'm afraid <laughs> there is no sofa inside it's like of a, it. It's like a cardboard cutout that looks like a sofa. Exactly. I've paid hundreds of dollars for a cardboard cutout <laughs> of a sofa. So, you know. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them, a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. You know what this Harry Potter fan fiction podcast gets to do twice this year. Yes. We get to go to LeakyCon. Twice. I, I did know that. I think that we also had didn't hit that hard enough in our in our first talking about LeakyCon in the last uh the special announcement post that we made. Is mm. that it's not just Orlando. We're going to Orlando and Denver. Oh yeah. So those of you who were like, man, that's so far away for me. Denver, Denver is, is a lot closer to closer the West Coast. to me. Yeah, it's a lot closer to you. Yeah, and and anyone who might be there, Midwest, oh, right. West also Coast. Also other people in the Mountain West region. Exactly. And other exactly. Western regions. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be there yeah. too, doing some stuff. Yeah. The lineup is great. They they did like the official announcement. Lineup mm -hmm. came out. Mm -hmm. um, us, Goblet of Wine, Potterless, Pottercast. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Really, yeah. really excited. We don't know the um, schedule yet, mm -hmm. especially as of this recording. We probably, I don't know when we're going to find out, but um, as soon as we know what the schedule is, we will be yelling about it on the screaming. social media. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely screaming. But um, even the days that we're not paneling, we will be hanging out at the Wizarding Wireless Collective booth. So you can stop by, say hi. Hannah will be there probably. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Vibin. Yeah. We've maybe signed up for too much. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, if you want to come to either Orlando or Denver and you'd like $10 off of your ticket price, use the code FANATICAL at checkout. The other stuff we have to talk about. We got. We got. We got. We got. We asked and we received. We received. <laughs> 
a, a, a pretty comprehensive St. Yeah. Louis, Missouri travel guide. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Elise, for sending that over. And yeah. I'd like to highlight something in particular. It's the same thing I wanted to highlight, so I'm glad. <laughs> it's the jar of pickles. Apparently, there is a jar of pickles present on some sort of like freeway interchange mm-hmm. that if it gets broken or goes missing, gets replaced. And it's like a... There's just always a jar of pickles there. Yeah. This feels like some like wizard prank. Does a little bit, yeah. Right? A little You're bit. like, yeah, the Wizarding Institute of St. Louis. Hmm. That's the students are playing the a prank key. on the muggles. Yeah. By having just like this ever present jar of pickles <laughs> next to the highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's really good. That feels right. <laughs> good. We also got a lot of hot tips about some really good eats in the town. So, yeah. Yeah. So, if I'm ever in St. Louis, definitely going to eat those foods I'm gonna eat those foods gonna visit the pickles i'm not gonna eat the pickles i'm gonna no, eat the other that seems the like other a really thing. bad yeah. idea definitely not gonna eat the pickles but i will visit them i will <laughs> visit the pickles um great uh also i just wanted like quick shout out to us is that what is, is that what this is quick shout out to myself i don't know what's happening oh my God. <laughs> it's too early to fall no. apart like this um, no, I wanted to highlight something cool over on the Patreon. I know that like we're mm-hmm. constantly getting new listeners and mm-hmm. those listeners are always catching up and mm-hmm. then being like, what do you mean? I can't listen to Fanatical Fix for eight straight hours every single day. <laughs> listen What's to the happening? playlist. Wait, what? You no, can listen that's to the playlist. The playlist is about eight hours long. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to say that as of right now, this recording, mm-hmm. there are 48 bonus episodes on Patreon. 48. And by the time this this episode actually comes out, there will be mm-hmm. 49 Yeah, bonus episodes. We drop a bonus episode every month. Um, half of them are live streams. Half of them are just regular episodes. And they are such a blast. 49 is a lot, too. It's a lot. We, we talk about a lot of 130 podcast. being a big number of episodes, but like all told, we are nearly at what, 180? That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Yeah, and we've got some some of some of my favorite stuff is over Same. there too, man. Same. <laughs> we have some really really good episodes on the bonus feed. Okay, we should get into this because this is Probably. part 2. Yeah. This is part two of a of a of a thing. But before we get into it, do we want to say? Because I had to come in from outside of space and time last time. <laughs> Look to, to explain what happened. Yeah. All right. Fine. I learned my lesson. Don't record with a fever when you actively have COVID. Fine. 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 <laughs> I wasn't well. I'm fine now. <laughs> Probably. Lessons have been learned. Um, so this <laughs> this half of the fan fiction really is only 830 words long. And I had to like go back into the story and add bits back in that I had taken out. <laughs> Yeah. to make it the correct amount. Any other day, we could have just powered Any other through. Day. And also, we probably wouldn't have spent so much time that got cut with oh, me yeah. just, like, babbling about birds 
or whatever listen. it was I was talking about. No, I kept all the bird stuff. All the bird stuff stayed. You just kept being like, you would start saying a sentence and then you'd be like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do the rest of this story on this episode. And uh-huh. and then there might be a second st- short story as well, depending on where we're at time. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So it's last time. For- time Previously on Fanatical Fix. Previously. Previously. Fanatical Fix. Harry got a letter from Brian Evans, the headmaster of the Wizardry Institute in St. Louis, Missouri, that by Dumbledore's orders, he will be finishing out his wizarding education in America. He is told not to tell anyone, except the somehow not dead serious Black that we never see, and also that he'll need a new wand. Harry decides to rip the band-aid off and leave immediately for America. Summoning the night bus, Harry goes to Diagon Alley, where he has all his money transferred to St. Louis and then buys a bunch of books about America. After finishing his errands, Harry sets off some stink bombs at the Leaky Cauldron so he can very sneakily use their fireplace to flew to Timeless Square, the wizarding bit of New York City. He arrives at a subway station and beelines it to the wand store. Harry wanders the aisles, but he can only see one wand in the whole store, and it's in a special case. When the wand shop assistant finds out that Harry can see the wand, he runs out into the streets, screaming something about Merlin's heir. So this is something I missed last time that I think we do probably want to touch on right now. Uh Uh-huh. I wasn't being a good listener because I had COVID. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. The letter is from Brian Evans. Evans. Uh, I completely missed that. And we got some some tweets, some DMs, Uh some people chatting about it. I'm so excited to find out if this is Harry's secret uncle or not. Right. Secret secret American uncle or like Mm -hmm. any just sort of like American contingent of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm very excited to find out what the case is about that. (laughs) And we'll see on part two of Harry Potter and the heir of Merlin. You starting with a prediction? I've had some time to think about this. And guess what? No thoughts. No thoughts? No thoughts. I think I, I you get one prediction as yes, per tradition. Yes, I do. <sighs> We've got about 800 words to go. I'm so interested to w- in where we are going to get. How far, you mean? How far we're going to get? Exactly. Yeah. My prediction for this episode is Harry is about to manifest some wild new powers. Okay, cool. All right, all right. I like it. That's what good. I got. That's good. <laughs> okay. So we're going to start with the uh, the last sentence that we ended on last time on the pod. The man started screaming something about Merlin's heir, ran out of the door, and soon the entire store was filled with people. Oh, yikes. Um, yeah, they're all like, Merlin's heir? 
This is not good for Harry keeping a low profile. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's supposed to be a secret that he's there, but too bad because he's Merlin's heir and people yeah. want to see him. They want to they want to put eyes on him. <laughs> the man noticed Harry's curiosity and said, all of us cannot pick up that wand because it is made out of the blood of over a hundred magical creatures. Ew! Blood wand? What? I assume that it is like all of their American wands and sort of encased in so- in like a metallic whatever. Uh-huh. But maybe filled with blood? Maybe it doesn't have a core except that it's filled with blood? <laughs> The core is blood? <laughs> blood core. <laughs> Hundreds of years old blood? Of, years of over a hundred magical creatures. Just like a little bit of a little bit of blood from a lot of different animals. Blood wand. Blood core, blood wand. This is some dark magic shit. <laughs> right? Like I feel like you should not touch, touch that. this thing. It is so, sounds so cursed. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, apparently nobody else can pick it up mm-hmm. because they hasn't be... picked it up yet. No, but he can see it. Mm-hmm. And apparently they can't see it either. I mean, sure. it would be hard to pick it up if you can't see it. That's true. <laughs> we can't pick it up because we can't see it. How did we get it there? It. No comment. <laughs> we built the store around the wand. It was only a myth, actually, that the wand was there at all, because no one can see it. <laughs> blood wand, blood core. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I take it back. I take it back. This is not an Apple store. It's a Hot Topic. The heir of Merlin should be able to pick it up and transform into any of the animals whose blood are in this wand. Got him! Got him! If he picks it up, then I got the point. Yeah. Nice. If he picks it up. (laughs) Harry could be like, that's too much, bro. Yeah. I'm supposed to be here uh, low-key. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. But he can't, but he has to have a wand and he can't see any other wands in the store. Yeah, he could so, just leave. Why can't he just use his fucking wand? His, right. his British wand. <laughs> no, he has to have a wand. This is the only wand he can see, so he has to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Harry thought nothing of just trying it out. You should think one or two thoughts about that, little buddy. <laughs> Zero thoughts. He's like, blood core? <laughs> cool, let's go. Cool. <laughs> sounds fine. Merlin's heir? No big deal. I, that sounds... Might as well just pick this up. Yeah. Like, just pile it on. Like, I'm already the chosen yeah, one. Yeah, it's true. If, like, I could take more titles yeah. and it'd probably just be the same. So he picked it up and thought of a griffin. I like that he does this because there's no like, li- like there's not a comprehensive list. Like a list yeah. is not provided unto him. Here yeah. is the list of the magical creatures whose blood is in the blood core. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably, I mean, there's like top 10 that everybody knows. But like, can he change into, I don't know, he could probably change it like a pixie. Mm-hmm. Probably change into a grindillo. 
Maybe. Can he change into the giant squid? Maybe. That's a magical creature. Possibly. We actually uh, don't know what it is. <laughs> it's maybe it's, it it's could maybe be a magical just a normal creature. squid. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't have a comprehensive list, so he just has to like think of uh-huh. magical creatures. See. Check. Here we go. Just, just to see. Let's see. He thought of a griffin. Does it work? Then he was looking past his own large golden beak. All right. He did it. He thought of a centaur. He's going to keep going. And then he raised a cloven hoof. Okay. Wow. He says. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> Neat. Wow. <Neato. laughs> Bye, everybody. I'm going to go now. I'm going to an undisclosed location. <laughs> With this, the the wand, Merlin's wand. Oh, blood wand, blood core. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. That is how he he's sounds. Just so, he's just so fucking low key about the whole damn thing. Oh, golly, she is. Wow. Guess I can turn into a hundred different magical creatures now. Neato! I'm hearing Mickey Mouse. All of a sudden, (laughs) Harry is Mickey Mouse. I would do an impression, but I can't. Yep. Um, (laughs) Yes, you are the heir of Merlin. And if you can... Oh, man, I forgot about this. And if you can transform into a lion that is a non-magical creature, you are also the heir of Gryffindor. But is what I'm trying to what I'm trying to picture now is sort of like the Venn diagram, right? Like you must be the heir of Merlin to pick up the wand. But if you're also the heir of Gryffindor, you get one more transformation. One. (laughs) One more transformation. Is there lion blood in the wand? That's a great question. I don't think so. Because it's the blood of over a hundred magical creatures. So I think huh. there's no lion blood inside the blood core. But unlocking just the ability to transform in general also unlocks your single Gryffindor transformation. If you if you're the heir of if Gryffindor. If it's there. It's possible, I think, to be sure. the heir of Merlin, but not be the heir of Gryffindor. That's weird. Yeah. That's a choice. Huh. Um <laughs> Proclaimed a large man wearing a green trench coat. Uh oh, who's this? Is this? Just, this is just a guy. This is just a guy. Oh, just, just a, a guy? guy in the audience. Just this a guy just in the audience. Common knowledge this in is America. Common, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All Americans learn about Merlin and Gryffindor and right, naturally their powers. <laughs> or this is like their a guy ears. who's like a he's like an archaeologist history professor who just happened to be walking by. Yeah, this is like the it. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. of wizards. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got a cool touch No, coat. no, no. Bill Weasley's the Indiana Jones of wizards. Correct. Come on, everybody. This guy's got a cool trench coat, though. He does have a cool Interesting. trench coat. Uh, do, uh, do you think everyone's wearing a cool trench coat? Is that, like, it's, like, opposed to, as opposed to robes? Yeah. Like, our American wizards trench coat, trench coat guys? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when did the Matrix come out? <laughs> um, that's a good question. I think it was in the nineties, right? Mm-hmm. Nineteen ninety nine. So that's the same same as Prisoner of Azkaban. 
It was Prisoner of Azkaban. 1999. Okay. Well, this this came out after after the Matrix. They could all be wearing Matrix style. Yeah. Coats. Yeah. I also feel like that's that's sort of the general yeah the general vibe of Timeless Square. It is kind of we've gotten kind of like a techno futuristic vibe from this all of the American Wizard stuff. They definitely. We are in the Matrix right now. We're in the Matrix. Oh, my God. And it's really cool. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Incredible. Somebody slick Harry's hair back and give him some little sunglasses. (laughs) I need the sunglasses. I need them. Oh, man. Okay, so if he can change into a lion, then he's also the heir of Gryffindor. Harry thought of his discreet plan to come to America. Uh Uh-huh. Since this happened, he would probably be in every magical newspaper from here to India. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is not, this is, I mean, You've you were already, already fucked up. doing You've a bad job. already and this, fucked it up. <laughs> this is just You're bringing done. it to new highs. Everybody knows where you are. <laughs> he suddenly remembered the man's statement. He was just, like, not paying attention while this dude was talking. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot to think about. He does. He just he just gained the power to transform into over 100 magical creatures. Yeah. He And also, he didn't have any thoughts before he picked up the wand. He picked up the no. wand and he was like, wait a second. That was maybe was like, a bad idea. Wow. <laughs> Oopsie doopsie. <laughs> All right. Is he going to transform now? Or is he going to be like, uh, bye. Huh. Heir of Merlin and maybe Gryffindor, too? He decided to test the lion thing. Oh, God. He thought of the picture of the lion on the banner over the house cup point monitor. Okay. That's the only lion he's ever seen. That's the only lion he's ever seen. (laughs) Could not, could not conjure up. Could not conjure up a mental image of, like, an actual lion. (laughs) We know Harry's been to the zoo before. We know. Canonically, Harry's been to the zoo. <laughs> maybe they didn't make it to the lions. Yeah, maybe they the lions were next after the reptiles, but then that whole thing happened with the snake and they had to leave. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never seen so they didn't really get to the lions. So he, maybe he has never seen a lion. <laughs> maybe he's never seen a lion. Never seen a picture of a lion. <sighs> Um, none of that. None of that. Who? <laughs> story is just pure, pure gold. Every um, every, every word every is every precious word. in this story. <laughs> hey, he looked. So he thought. He thought uh-huh. of this banner. He looked down at his feet and closed his eyes for a second before reopening them to see two dictionary-sized paws. Nice. He changed into a phoenix. Okay. And then changed back. Okay. The, that was that one was just for fun. That one, he was, that one was, he was showing off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, "Neat. I would appreciate." He said, "Wow. <laughs> Neat." Oh, gee. <laughs> Who is Harry today? He said, I would appreciate it if all of you would get back to your regular lives. That's not going to happen. I have much work to do and many errands to run. Harry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I got places to go. 
I know that I just revealed myself as both the heir of Merlin and the heir of Gryffindor, but I have things to do. So if you, all of you little people, could just go could back just to your regular little lives. Forget you saw anything. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't move. Of course. Of course they didn't move. Yeah. And some started to ask about his accent and other things. Where are you from? Hey, who are you? What's your deal? They've ne- Why okay. did you just tell us to leave? That obviously wasn't going to work. <laughs> they know all the lore behind like the the theoretical uh-huh. Merlin blood wand. They know about its connection to the heir of Gryffindor. They don't know who Harry Potter is. <laughs> they don't know who Harry Potter is. They don't know who Harry Potter he's, is. He's fully standing there with his little scar and everything. They also don't recognize his accent, apparently. <laughs> Where's that accent from? <laughs> Can't really narrow that one down. Um, <laughs> he changed into a centaur. Okay. Threw ten galleons back at the counter and uh-huh. ran off. Do they take galleons in America? Doesn't matter. I- also... Phoenix is probably better for escaping, but fine. Well, he he already turned into a phoenix once. Yeah. He's he got over a hundred options. Too. He already turned into a centaur, oh, too. Oh, that's true. He did already turn into a centaur. Phoenix is obviously better for escaping. <laughs> yeah, He's still yeah. getting used to his powers. Fine, he, fine, fine. Yeah, fine. he is. He is. Also, he's actually seen, like, very few animals in general, mm-hmm. magical or not. So mm-hmm. it was, like, this or, like, Blast and its Scroot. <laughs> So. That definitely wouldn't be in there. Those are new. It's, oh yeah, those are new. There's no. <laughs> there's no. Do you blast think you can add blood more blood to the blood wand? <laughs> like, there's like a little screw top. Uh huh. <laughs> you can add more blood to the blood core. Uh huh. Whole wand's a syringe. <laughs> his shopping hastily. I think still as a centaur probably the whole time. I assume. Fine. <laughs> Didn't say he changed out of being a centaur. And loaded all his stuff into his trunk. Mm-hmm. Then exchanged some of his wizard money for muggle money while the crowds were following an illusion charm. So he made a little illusion, illusion himself mm. and had that walk around. For the people to follow, which I think mm-hmm. is very, very, very tricksy. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, before stepping into the jam of the Big Apple. And now Harry's going to wander around New York City. Uh-oh. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. <laughs> you are so far from St. Louis right now also, Harry. Yeah. I'm, I What's mean, the plan here? I guess now he can fly. Yeah, now he can fly, one. Not that that was a plan, the plan when he arrived. No. He couldn't have known that that was going to be the thing. Yeah. Um. Two, I think that, and this is something I've heard a lot from, you know, Europeans, is mm-hmm. that, like, it is very hard to contextualize how giant the United States is. Yeah. Let's it's fucking check. huge. How How far of a drive is it? It is... The current drive from New York City to St. Louis mm-hmm. is 
14 hours and 48 minutes. That's a lot right now. I think you could drive up and down um, like the the United Mm -hmm. Kingdom twice Mm -hmm. in that time like that or possibly more than that. Um, yeah, I mean, the United States is fucking huge, and it's hard to conceptualize You think, you think Harry just doesn't realize how far it is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's also probable that Timeless Square was as close as he could get. That's true. There may be some sort of restrictions on the flu experience. And so he's gotten as far as he could get, and he's like, well... And it's the only way he could get past the, the, the tea party. <laughs> the tea party spell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was to go guess, directly right. to Timeless Square. Just wander around New York City then, Harry. That's fine. Harry took out a room at the Plaza Hotel outside Central Park. Oh, he's not just going to wander around. He's just going to stay there. Well, he came really early. It's not like school was starting Uh, immediately. He just decided to leave immediately so that he could... Because he didn't care about his friends or whatever. Yeah. That's about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and he's bougie as fuck. So he's in the Plaza Hotel outside of Central Park. Because he rich. Um, in case we forgot. Yeah, in case you all forgot, he rich. Um, in his room, he uh-huh. found out about Muggle sports. Is he watching TV? He is watching TV he in his hotel room, and he's finding out about Muggle sports. Not sure why he didn't know about Muggle sports, having grown up in the Muggle world American for the majority of his life. Muggle but sports. There are yeah, there are American Muggle sports that are. He's watching baseball. Different. He's not. Uh oh. His favorite out of all of them was hockey. Oh. Harry's a hockey guy. All right. Sure. Weird. Sure, Harry's a hockey guy. Why not? He's in his muggle hotel room watching muggle sports, and he finds out about hockey. Loves hockey. Harry liked all the aspects of the game, including the skates, the Mm -hmm. ice. Mm -hmm. Love the ice. The coaches. Okay. Those the are... coach is yelling at the players. Oh, okay. And especially the fights. Huh. Who? Who is Harry today? Who's Harry today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he loves just like the sheer brutality of huh. hockey. It's his favorite muggle sport. Okay. And he loves the ice. Also loves the ice. Love that um, ice. <laughs> Chilly. It's chilly. He wanted to learn to play, so he had to start with the basics. Skating. We're just going in. Harry's ready to just start playing hockey now. No, No, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. No, what? No, hold. Stop. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is a story called Harry Potter and the Heir of Merlin, where Harry found out he's the heir of Merlin and Gryffindor, and we are putting that on pause to turn this into effectively a muggle sports AU <laughs> excuse me this is not going to last the rest of the fan fiction but i do like that we come directly off of him learning that he's the heir of merlin and the heir of gryffindor to him being like you know what i want to learn how to play hockey skate. <laughs> you skate it's the middle of summer. What are you doing? <laughs> I love this fan fiction so much. What is happening? <laughs> when we were ending the last episode, 
when you were mm-hmm. like, how much is there left? Is there is there like stuff of substance in this second half? Uh-huh. And I yeah. was like, we haven't even gotten to my favorite part yet. Is this your favorite part? <laughs> my favorite part. Where Harry's just like, you know what? Maybe hockey. You got to live. You got to live your life. You got to live your life and your dreams and live in the moment. <laughs> and at the moment, I would like to learn how to play hockey. Ugh. Okay. So <gasps> fucking good. Okay. Ugh, incredible. Weird. Like <laughs> Being so close to Central Park. Harry noticed the skating rink signs around the park. Although the ice rink was closed, because it's the middle of the summer, Yes, he could visit the roller rink and practice roller hockey. What is why are your eyes so big? Is Harry going to learn how to roller skate? <laughs> Can you just imagine Harry Potter roller skating around Central Park, like eating an ice cream cone? Like, I am. Like, fuck being the heir of Merlin. I'm so in love with this fan fiction. This is <laughs> incredible. I want nothing more for Harry than to yeah. learn to roller skate and then roller skate around Central Park with an ice cream cone. <laughs> yeah. That's I all know. I want for Harry. <laughs> Literally all I could ever Come want off for of him. book five into uh-huh. this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Do this. So he goes out to the roller rink. The first people he noticed after he got his skates at an expensive department store. Because <laughs> he rich. Don't forget. Yeah, he rich. Don't he you rich. ever forget. Were two so guys. He got, he's, he's getting skates, not blades. It says he's getting skates. He should be getting blades. If his, if his general goal yeah. is ice skating. Yeah. Probably want to get blades. He should be getting blades. I mean, maybe he is. And he's just sort of like general. He's referring to them generally. Yeah, um, I do but really also, like the visual I of like the visual of the skates on skates. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then instead of hockey, he decides maybe roller derby is the way to go. Oh my god! Yes, exactly. Um, <laughs> I like to think that they're roller skates. They're like a really mm-hmm. bright, fun color. Oh yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness! Yes. Did he just buy skates, Harry? You need to get a helmet and elbow pads. He's new. Cards. New guy. He's a new guy. Um, he doesn't know. He watched you. hockey and didn't yourself. see any of their helmets or or any of their padding at all. Um, whatever. He's the heir of Merlin and Gryffindor. He's fine. Yeah, but he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> he's going to sprain his wrist. Yeah. Then it'll be hard to wand magic. Yeah. You know, as it were. Yeah. Um, he got his skates at an expensive department store. Mm-hmm. The first people he noticed were two guys talking to some hot girls. <laughs> Harry Summer. He noticed. He noticed the guys though. He did. There were two guys. They were talking to some hot girls. Harry's like, <laughs> Harry's yes, fucking yes. Summer is just getting wild. Um, he can hot t- Harry Summer. <laughs> it's time for a it's hot, hot Harry Summer. Roller skates. Pause the podcast. Give us the hot Harry Summer <laughs> fan art. <laughs> yes. Need it. Oh, hot Harry Summer. Okay. He continued to watch the men talk, but after about a minute of observation, the girls walked away from them. 
Harry walked over to the girls and turned on his best British accent. Not his normal British accent. (laughs) He went really posh. He went, yeah, he went really posh Mm -hmm. (laughs) to impress them, (laughs) to impress the girls with his his best British accent. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think best is not the really posh one? Wait a second. Be- what, what, no like, way to know. There's no way for me to know. Yeah, there's no possible way. I don't understand what you mean by best. <laughs> it's so it's entirely subjective to Harry. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is the act? What is the version of the British accent that is going to play the best uh-huh. with hot American girls? I don't know. And then he does that. And then he does that. That's where we are. And after a minute, he had the girl's phone numbers scribbled across his hand. Does he have a phone? That is a wonderful question. (laughs) The hotel has a phone. Yeah, the hotel has a phone. He's in the Muggle Hotel. All right. (laughs) He knows how to use a phone. He grew up Muggle. Right, right, yeah. The boys came over to him and bowed down before him and said... (laughs) You are an extremely powerful, mythical demigod, repeatedly. Okay. Harry doesn't need this right now. (laughs) Harry doesn't need this right now. That's all he ever hears. That's all anyone ever says to him. That's all he ever hears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. know. I'm Harry Potter. Harry said in reply, no, I just have a cute British accent. And a cute little face. <laughs> and a cute little face. And these fucking fabulous roller skates. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, my name is Harry Potter. He extended his hand. Stop telling people who you are. Don't do this thing. Oh, my goodness. This boy. They, As they groveled, they began to shout, We are not worthy. <laughs> Teach us your ways, Lord Potter. They continued. These guys These are dudes. These dudes are weird. They're weird. They're really. I'm weird. surprised the girls put up with them so long <laughs> for honestly. one whole minute. Yeah. Yeah. Not. No. 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 This is a straight no, no, no. walk past. This is yeah. a straight walk past scenario. Um. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They are weird. They feel very like caricature-y. They're like Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. Or very whatever. cartoony. Yeah. yeah. Um. After talking to the guys, he discovered that they were in their second year at the higher magical school at the same school Harry was starting at. Oh, they're, they're just, super they're wizards weird because they're magic. Yeah, they're wizards. So they know who he is. He's like, I'm Harry Potter. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. We just, we also the just learned that you're the heir of Merlin. <laughs> it's on a wizard Reddit. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's all over the news. <laughs> it's all over. <laughs> Yeah, these are like technomancy peeps. So, you mm-hmm. know, they're getting that. It wouldn't be directly. Reddit, but yeah, yeah, the wizard forums. The, whatever the wizard Twitter is. Um. <laughs> it wouldn't be Twitter. It's 2003. Do you? <laughs> Never oh, my God. They're ahead. They're ahead okay. of the times. Right. They're wizards. Fine. Fine. Their names were Seth O'Connor and Zane Black. Zane. Another familiar last name. Huh. So, you know. Wizarding families and their American cousins. Yeah. They told him that they would call him later and wrote their phone numbers beneath the girls before running off. Good for Harry. Look at him go. Look at you go, Harry. Hot, hairy summer. It is hot, hairy summer. (laughs) 
really happy for him. Uh, what uh no, what did what year did it say they were in at the school? They are in their second year of the higher magical school. So I think they're in college. It's a high school? I think they're in college. Oh. Maybe. Because Harry would be like 16. Yeah. So Harry's about to finish up high school. Yeah. So I think college. Uh, maybe. maybe. America has a wizard college. That's kind of cool, mm, too. That's cool. I like that. Harry was adjusting to muggle life really well, says a boy who goes home and lives muggle life every summer of his whole life. Yeah. Since he had everything he needed for the school year, or so he thought, he went over the list again. Did he miss something? There was one thing so good? he had Uh-oh. forgotten. What? Since it was at the very bottom of the page. Would you like to guess what is I... what is the other thing that Harry needs for his wizarding magical education at this I American school? I don't know. He appears to have left Hedwig behind. Oh, yeah. She's not there. Is it a falcon? <laughs> it is not a falcon. It is. All right, then. I don't know. It's something wild, though. A large double-bladed sword. <sighs> yeah, there's the there's the there's the tingly <laughs> Thank you. That's I almost good. guessed there will be a sword. Yes, good. That's the, good for this episode. <laughs> that was almost my prediction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry knew just what to do. A sword. So that night, he sent a first-class falcon, because he's in America, to Dumbledore, mm-hmm. asking for the sword of Godric Gryffindor. Oh, for his sword. Yeah, well, I have a sword. Yeah. Can you send me my sword? Can you send me my sword? It's actually also, like, really, really mine. Yeah, it's I'm double his. Gryffindor. Yeah. So. I don't know if you heard, because uh, you guys aren't on Wizard Twitter. Mm-hmm. But I am also the heir of Gryffindor. So, so if you could send me my sword, <laughs> it's mine. The next day, a team of owls scratched at his window. Mm-hmm. They had a rather large package attached to their legs. Also, this is still just um the plaza. Yeah, this is still just the plaza. By the way, these. I don't think a team of owls could make it all the way in one day, by the way. No, 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 no. Um, The owls flew into the room, dropped the package on Harry's bed, and flew out the window. Mm -hmm. Harry ripped open the package. The requested sword lay on his bed with a letter that read, Dear Harry, (laughs) I was surprised by your request, but this sword is your property. And I know refusing you would be unwise. Why? <laughs> weird vibes from Dumbledore. <laughs> Such a weird vibe. Unwise? Is that a th- is is there a threat? Is there inherent is threat involved here? <laughs> what is happening? Why would you keep it? Never mind. Your parents would be proud to have their son be such a powerful wizard. Merlin and Gryffindor would be honored to have an heir that properly uses his powers. Mm-hmm. Please take care. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, Albus mm-hmm. Dumbledore. P.S. 
please do not lose the sword. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Yeah. And that is also the end of this fan fiction. No way! <laughs> we end on, P.S., please do not lose the sword. <laughs> oh! Oh, my goodness gracious. Hell yeah. Do not lose this. Please do not lose the sword. Oh. Oh. <sighs> Wow. Isn't that isn't that story just like fucking chock full? Yeah. It never stops. Yeah. No. Uh every like basically every word of that story was so full of power. <laughs> I mean, there's so much going on here. We we transition sort of directly from Blood One Blood Core to mm. <laughs> Hot, Hot Harry, Harry Summer. Summer. I, what what is happening? What's happening? <laughs> so good, amazing. Oh my god! I got a point. You did get Just a point. One. That None, was good. No, nothing from the last episode stuck, but this one. But that one was yeah. That was good. That I was have good. a better feel for where we were going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So that was a whole episode. Yes. Man. <laughs> Every so it wasn't just that I was off my game last time. I don't think it this was. This story was almost this powerful. Yeah. This episode was a little short. Yeah. But like still, if we'd yeah. done it in one whole go, too much. It would have been too much. Yeah. Yeah. So or we wouldn't have gotten to savor hot hairy summer and <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have been able to go into detail yeah. <laughs> on the the blood core. There was a uh-huh. lot there. So yeah. On the trench coats, yeah. the matrix, guys. <laughs> so much power. So much power. Um, okay, well then let's go ahead and I guess it's time for Hold, Hold for, for the, the end, end please. Hold for the end, please, is a segment where one of you fine folks sends us the beginning, middle, and side story. <laughs> so, yeah, it was originally for the end, but now it's whatever. You know, to any uh, fan fiction that we covered on the podcast that uh, strikes you and fills you with a powerful writing energy. Yes. <laughs> Today's Hold for the End, Please, comes to us from Rachel, who was struck with a feeling of writing power by the story Golf. An impeccable story. A wonderful story. (laughs) Which, if you don't remember, was a story about Zach Smith being the sports reporter at the Quibbler, which had come into the ownership of Narcissa Malfoy somehow. And she had assigned Zach to write about the recent unfortunate demise of Cornelius Fudge on a golf course. A beautiful story. Rachel writes, golf continued. (laughs) So after Zach whips up a 20 minute article about Fudge's death on the golf course, he hands it to Narcissa, who, of course, continues to call him Draco uh, as she thanks him for his hard work. He returns to his run-of-the-mill Quibbler sports coverage for a little while until he is once again assigned to write a story about an 
unfortunate accident on a golf course. Oh. Rita Skeeter, now the head of Witch Weekly, was run over <gasps> by a rogue golf cart. Not Rita. Yeah, dead. Bye, Rita. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Zach wonders if there might be something more to these golf-themed freak accidents and starts investigating with Luna and Colin. Nice. That's why she was giving him those stories because she didn't. She thought he wouldn't do that, right? But he yeah. cannot yeah, be Zach, fooled. Yeah. Zach would never do this. <laughs> <laughs> they search the news archives for similar stories and discover an obituary for Draco Malfoy printed <gasps> on the last page of an issue of the Daily Prophet. What? Which rude. The last Barely page. Covered. Yeah. How dare! Last page obituary. How dare! Draco Malfoy. They reported that Draco died on a golf course after getting hit in the head by a golf ball traveling at inexplicable speeds. And the dots begin to connect (sighs) for our journalistic trio to avenge both Draco's death and the disrespect of his obituary not being printed on the front page. Uh Uh-huh. Narcissa decided to buy the quibbler and arrange the golf-themed deaths of prominent members of other news organizations in order to expand her journalistic empire. Right. (laughs) Right. That checks out. (laughs) Does. Luna and Colin also point out that a grieving Narcissa must be calling Zack by her dead son's name since both he and Draco are blonde (laughs) douchebags. Good got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Luna notices a problem here. Mm. Draco's not dead. What? <laughs> she says a twist. a twist. I love I love this write up so much. So good. She says that he must have faked his death oh, fuck. in order to escape his family and pursue Harry his Potter. Dream oh no. Of becoming Hector. A muggle pop star. Oh, oh, are we tying them together? The the, the episodes are coming together, oh, baby. Shit, we got dragon. a few more too. Rachel manages to tie a bunch more in. Oh she's, damn, she's working here. Zach is understandably skeptical about this claim until Luna hands him a magazine featuring Draco Malfoy on the cover. <gasps> yes, Luna explains. Clever. That Hermione Granger now works for a magazine called Yes Glitter. And she recently published an interview with the muggle pop star Dragon. Amazing. Hermione sent copies to all of her friends as the interview with the rebranded Draco Malfoy had been her big break. Luna suddenly remembers that Hermione is being promoted to hat editor and (laughs) owner of Yes Glitter. Just got to get that zing in on us. Thank you. (laughs) So good. Tonight at a ceremony taking place on a golf course. (gasps) Oh, no. Gasp. Disaster. Colin, trying not to panic, says that she probably isn't in danger since, yes, Glitter is a muggle magazine. No, she's absolutely in danger. But Luna points out that the magazine sold a million copies. A whole million. (laughs) Which could have brought her to the attention of Narcissa Malfoy. (laughs) 
million. This is destroying me. <laughs> oh, this is really good. The trio rush to the golf course to try to save Hermione before she becomes the next victim that Zach has to write about in the sports <laughs> section of the Quibbler. <laughs> 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 They find a golf ball that is making a mysterious ticking noise, mm. but thankfully they are able to call in Death's secretary, Snape, to defuse the, <laughs> defuse bomb. the bomb. Defuse the bomb. Nice. <laughs> Thus saving Hermione and foiling Narcissa's evil scheme. Oh my god. With Narcissa now in Azkaban, Hermione purchases the Quibbler. She does a new interview with Dragon and publishes it in both The Quibbler and Yes Glitter, selling nice. over a million copies. Fuck yeah. Get them. But Rachel <laughs> says, parentheses, but not by much since there are only 10 women. <laughs> <laughs> After the investigation, our heroes go their separate ways. Zach stays at The Quibbler to watch sports and not work. Nice. Luna... Inspired by Narcissa, takes a sabbatical to pursue her hobby of nefarious schemes full-time. Yes! And Colin, thrilled by the investigation, quits his photographer job to become an Auror, eventually ending up as the partner of notorious loose cannon, Ginny Weasley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the end. Holy shit. That was so good. Very, very, very good work. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Rachel, for sending that to us. Just, whew. And now it's time for... The Rec Zone! Zone. My recommendation today is, was sent in by a listener. It's called What Tempts the Serpent? It's hmm. it's a really like short, 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 like drabble-ish length. Uh-huh. Um, just about... I can't. I can't give it away. The, <laughs> the, the the end is so good. Um, the uh-huh. Slytherins have commissioned somebody uh-huh. to distract Snape so that they can do something in the common room. I see. <laughs> it's very good. Um, nice. So everybody should go read that. The link to that will be in the description of this episode. It's also on our website, fanaticalfix.com, in the rec zone section. Also on our website is the story submission form. Today's episode was brought to us by Jessica. Was brought to us by the the, the infamous Jessica. Jessica. Um, and, <laughs> and also the recommendation was from a listener as well. So make sure to keep mm-hmm. sending in these fabulous fan fictions. Also on the website, you can find merch. merch. We've got uh, some bookmarks and fun stuff like that on the website, and also a link to our T Public, where there are lots of fun designs on lots of fun objects. You can find us on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Fanatical Fix. Um, please the hot hairy summer. send in please. your hot hairy summer art. All That's all hot I want. Hairy summer <laughs> content, please and thank you at Fanatical Fix. Thank you. If you have fun submissions for longer things for like our segments and stuff, like cold for the end, please, like we did today, you can send those into our email at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Or if you have more travel guides for St. Louis, we will take those there as well. Yes. You can help out this podcast a couple of different ways. First thing, leave a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, whomever will let you just tell them about it on public transportation. 
You can also trick the planet 2022. 2222222. Tell everyone. Tell everyone. About the podcast. This is the most effective way for people to learn about the podcast. I it think is. that I think that you you all who are doing that good tricking your friends work out there and tricking the planet mm-hmm. and tricking everyone. Um mm-hmm. you are helping and making the podcast grow more than you could still, possibly understand. Still growing. Yeah. So keep up that excellent work. We couldn't do it without you, honestly. You can also support us by joining our Patreon. As we mentioned at the top, we've got a ton of really fun and good bonus content there, and you deserve it. (laughs) (laughs) So check that out. Also, another perk of being a patron is after a few months at a couple of our tiers, um, you get a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story summary, which Sequoia has written for us today. Sequoia go ambition the trait that many wizards deem the defining trait for slytherin house but some students ambition is worn on their sleeves so to speak while others keep their goals more hidden take for instance theo not at first glance a seemingly unexceptional young man not a quidditch star not competing with hermione granger for top grades not really standing out at all. But, unbeknownst to the rest of the students, Theo has a talent and a dream. And when Susan Bones accidentally walks in on an empty classroom to find Theo juggling five large knives, (laughs) will he finally unveil his post-Hogwarts circus dreams? (laughs) Thank you so much to our patrons, Angela Benson, Rachel Phipps, and Pia Lindholm. It is so wonderful to have your support on Patreon. We hope you liked this shout out and we couldn't do without you. Thank you also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find all the Whomping Willows fabulous music over at thewhompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye. Bye. Yeah.